yo, what up? What up? Not much, man. How, sorry for the delay. I was. Uh, no, you're good, man. Actually, what happened? Actually, what? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, there it goes. That was weird. <laughs> no, no, it was good. I was actually, uh, I was actually grocery shopping, so it worked out. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I was. Um, I do this thing called a uh, uh, Reiki Reiki session. You ever heard of that? Uh. Uh-uh. It's basically like a, a spiritual healing type of thing. It more so deals with like energy and stuff like that. You ever heard of this thing called like chakras, like uh, releasing your chakras, like your third eye or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I go to this woman and it's more so like a therapy session too, right? Like, you know, we talk about, you know, how my week's been and stuff like that. And, uh, but her profession is in like, you know, yoga and, you know, um, dealing in these Reiki sessions. And so I go to that just to like, cause I, I'm very sensitive to like people's energy. And I feel like, you know, you might be the same way where you get around somebody or people in general and they just throw you off the wrong way. And then their energy becomes your energy. You know what I'm saying? You're just kind of thrown yeah. off. Yeah. You know, I go to her, uh, you know what I'm saying, for like a therapy session as well, but also to like, you know, cleanse my energy that's been around me for like the week or the month. Right. So uh, for me, it helps me, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it boosts my energy. It gives me um, more clarity as to like what's going on uh, around me. That's cool, man. Yeah, I never heard of that. That's cool. Yeah. So I've been There's doing that for some people out there that give you the wrong energy. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I just try to like, I try to stay away from a lot of people, man. Honestly, you know, whether that be at work or even in my personal life, sometimes I'm just like, I got to stay away from these people. Yeah. And sometimes like I get lost and like there'll be be people with negative energy. And my response to that is like negative. And it's just like, man, I don't, I don't like that person. Or they get on my damn nerves or blah, blah. And it's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm starting to go down that hill now where it's, I'm complaining, I'm being negative about someone being negative. And that's just like a, yeah, like, kind of peeling back and taking a bigger look on the picture. Like maybe there's something going on that we don't know about. You know, maybe that's why they're just having a bad day or I don't know. Yeah. Having a broader outlook on things and, and having a different perspective from other people, like listening to their insight on things. It's like, oh, wow, I never thought of that. It's very useful for your everyday life because it can dudes one piece of information somebody can give you can really could it's like set you up for success because you've never had that one tool and then they tell you one little snippet of something they learned or something mm-hmm. it's just like wow i have a totally different outlook on life yeah insane. yeah absolutely i i definitely feel that way man um yeah bro just being around i love being around positive people and and people when i'm around positive people that puts things in a in a different perspective for me. Or let me put it this way. Positive people always have the same attitude as far as like they don't really have a worry. You know, they don't really worry about too much. You know what I'm saying? They do what they're supposed to do. You know, they, they follow the steps that they're supposed to follow. And then they just kind of let everything play out as it's supposed to play out. Right. Now, whether that's good or bad. I, I I don't think that's the case, but the fact of the matter is is that they don't put a lot of worry into things. In some in some cases, the most patient, positive people have the most shit going on in their life. And you're like, how are you? How are you able to stay? Hey, hey, what's up? What's up, Beach? You got that that hair wrapped up? I'm at home. <laughs> I like nobody. 
<laughs> you were saying Rojas? No, nah, man. Yeah, like uh, some of, some of the some of the most positive people that you meet, they can't. You never get a a look into their life, but when you get that small insight or small bit of information, you're like. I had no idea that person was going through that. They're such a positive person and they always have a great outlook on life. Then on the other side of it, you have people that are very complainative and they're very negative. And you're like, yo, you, you got, almost, you got everything set up for you. What are you, what are you complaining about right now? You know? Right. 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 Yeah. No, I, I, I was telling uh, Rojas, I didn't mean to cut you off, Ro. You're um, good, dude. I was telling Rojas, uh, you know, I was at my appointment for my, you might've heard of this Beaks, uh, a Reiki session, a Reiki session. So anyways, I just go there to, you know, clear out my chakras and, you know, open up oh, my energy a little bit more. Yeah. So I've been doing that for like the- I need Yeah. So I found a really good woman. I guess her dad or her grandfather has been doing this. It's been like a generational thing. So I go there for like therapy and, uh, you know, just to talk about some things, but she also like unlocks my chakras and clears out some negative energy that's been around me. And so, yeah, I just been doing that for a while, man. Cause I, I was telling Rojas that like, you know how you just be around some people, man. And I just be like, man, I gotta get you away from me. They drain you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yo. Yeah. They drain you, yo. They drain. Yeah, so sometimes, you. Hey, sometimes it's yourself too, though. Hey, you right. you right. Hey, sometimes, you right. Sometimes you get lost in your around. own mind, man. <laughs> that's, that's a bad thing too, bro. I like look. I look. I meditate every morning. I meditate every night, yo, just to try to clear some things out, get some clarity. Because I can, I know myself. I could be in my head a lot, yo. So. It's Dude, the, the worst. World will, the world will spin around me, and I haven't moved for like three days. I'm like, "What the f- what's going on, dude? Like, I need to get out of this swamp right now." Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. sometimes it's hard to pull yourself up out. How do we know? Yep, man. it is, yo. Sometimes you get in that in that in that negative space, and you be stuck there for a minute. So, yeah, it's it's good. I like I said, I try to do that as much as possible, man. <laughs> yeah. So lately, I haven't really been doing my normal like gym routine uh, as far as like going what? to Olympic weightlift. I still go to the gym now, right? But I, I've been going more so to like uh, I've been going more so to like goals for like the last like eight months or something like that. Just like lifting, you know. what I'm saying I, my my priorities lie somewhere else because Olympic weightlifting, yo, when you're really heavily involved in it and you want to compete, that shit takes up a lot of your time, right? So I still go to the gym, but uh, so I. The, the goals that I was going to was at one location, right? And so they upgraded their life and now they're at a new location. You know, it's a bigger facility, all these different things. But it's not the same. You know what I'm saying? Uh, as we were just speaking about energy, the energy is just not the same there, right? Most people, they like that. They want a modern look, but they still want that grunge of a gym. You know what I'm saying? That grunge feel to a gym. And like, you want like serious people that go and lift there, right? Mm-hmm. So anyways, I went to this spot called DMV Iron, which is owned by veterans, right? It's a really nice spot. It's a dope location. And a lot of the people that used to go to the goals that I was going to started going to that gym because they just like it better, right? It's a bunch of big brawlic dudes and girls there, man. You you know, I don't know what type of supplements they take, but you know what type of supplements they take, all right? So, uh, <laughs> I'll be doing anyway. like that. That was years of work they put in. They do put in work, but you, you look, man, in order to get that size, you taking something, and everybody will admit that. That's that's the truth. It's not. It's nothing wrong with it. There's no shame in it. It's just you know, in order to get to that particular size, you got to start taking some extra things. But anyway, I ran into this dude that was there that used to go to Golds, and I was like, "Hey, bro, you used to uh, go to that same Golds up in Carlin Springs." 
He's like, yeah, bro. He's like, fuck that place. I was like, what? He's like, bro, I wrote them a scathing email. He's like, the first line says, this place fucking blows. I was like, what the fuck? He was like, yeah, bro. He's like, that place sucks now. He's like, they had it here and then they dropped the damn ball. I was just surprised that he wrote an email and the first line says, this place fucking blows. I probably wouldn't even read the rest of that email if I was like, what? That's that? <laughs> yeah, yo. Anyway, how was y'all week? Ross <laughs> was good. It came from my Ross, I seen uh, my guy did his recital, man. Huh? My guy did his uh, Christmas recital. Oh, yeah, man. So building up to it, they, you know, they got a class every Tuesday and they do their dance routine and all that. Yeah. So first off, his little outfit and his hair. Oh, my God. The little vest he had on. Dude, he was so cute, man. <laughs> he was saying ever. He got up on stage and froze. <laughs> but, but he, I mean, but he, he's, he's, he's the youngest one out of, out of everybody there. He's the youngest one. But he had a good time, and he's got good little friends, and it's good to just get him involved, you know. But everybody there, I told Alex, it reminds me of this uh, TikTok that this guy goes, man, this guy has outsmarted us all. And it's like the University of Auburn, and uh-huh. it's, a, it's a nursing class, and yeah. there's nothing but like feel like girl students, and then there's one dude in there. So that's how <laughs> that's how Nolan was yesterday. There was all these ballerinas and all that, and it's just Nolan. Nolan's <laughs> the only boy. <laughs> There was one other boy, and he was he was doing like tap dancing and stuff. But yeah, it's pretty cool, man. That it's it's a uh, the MWR thing on base where they do like dance classes and stuff like that. So yeah. McDill Air Force Base has a lot of cool stuff. So last night, there. Uh, oh yeah, the other day the recital went. It was re- it was really cool setup, and yeah, it was a little relaxed on COVID, so, right. which was good. That's good, good, man. It's good. I was yeah. Ty had his uh, band uh, recital. And they was in there packed, and I was like, I had to put my person beside uh beside a seat. I was like, y'all can skip a seat. It's just me in here, dude. It's dude, it's crazy. It's crazy. The anxiety has given us. Yeah, it is because like, I'm yeah. like, you go to a big arena. You got a movie. You know, like you go into. We used to go to a movie theater and be like, man, I'm so excited to watch a movie right now. Like, we're getting popcorn, snacks, and I haven't been to a movie theater in two years. I know, and I, I miss I miss going to the movies too. Yeah, so, and to I, I want to see. Yeah, we, we want to go. We're gonna go back. I think we're we're slowly starting to get our foot out the door with that kind of stuff. But you, we walked into the the little theater because the the play was in the movie theater mm-hmm. on base, mm-hmm. and you walked in, and it was the movie theater. You know, all the seats and stuff. And instantly, I was like, "Damn, there's a lot of people in here." Right? Like, you know, I, like, was too. I was like, "Man, there's too many people in here, dude." And you're like, about, I never felt that way. Never, never felt that way about movie theater. I don't want no snack. Come on, because back in the, me, you know how it is. Like the crowd, especially for scary movies, the crowd makes the movie so much better. Oh yeah, for sure. Everybody's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> but but don't let your ass be in the movie theater now, and you cough, you get cough shamed. Oh, you ain't gotta be in the movie theater. You gotta, you can be anywhere. And I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, I know. I got cough shamed when I was uh, traveling back for work, man. Yeah, I cough shamed though. As I know, like, <laughs> you know, Whatever, if someone man. has like a, if someone has like a, a regular cough, yeah, like it's like, a, 
But that uh-huh. I, for me, it's that for me, it's like that old, you know that old person, like mm-hmm. that old person cough. That it's fucking like, that hack. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> 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 damn, that shit went further than six feet. <laughs> that's, that's the one. No, no, I, that was that was that came from deep down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. look at you like, like fire. Beeks, what about you, yo? What ha- what's how's your week been? No, same as Rojas. We had um Christmas concert, and I told him he's he's been uh in band since fourth grade, and mm. this is the best day I ever sounded. I was so glad. <laughs> I was so glad. I mean, he's a he's a ninth grade. He loves it. He plays the saxophone. So that was good. And then, like Roja said, yeah, it was a lot of people. They weren't worried about no COVID, but we were just all in there glad to see our babies doing something, being with their so, friends. So let me ask you a question. Being that you said your son's been in band for forever, and you said this is the first time they've actually sounded good. Yeah, as a parent. Are you honest with your kid if they don't sound good? Like, or, or, okay, okay. Yes. <laughs> I'd be like, good job. Keep practicing. Because I, I have videos, so I, I don't have no reason to lie. I can go back to the fourth grade one and you like, and Damn, now? so you just pulling out evidence. Oh, you don't believe me? Oh, yeah. Let me go get this tape real quick. No, y'all. Yeah, watch this. No, they, no, they sounded, they, I mean, this um, band program is, it was, it's so good. So, and yeah. we moved. It's a different dynamic. When he was, um, when we beginning of the year, he started going. Um, he was doing band and got um, introduced to HBCU style marching band and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And he loved it. So, I'm oh, like drumline, right? So he got a chance to do that. And their band program was like, I don't know. In the south, we don't play about band and marching and all that football season. We love it. But this one, this school that he's going to now is more like military, choral, orchestra kind of style. And they, his the band director is amazing. So I'm glad that he's gotten a chance to do every a little bit of everything. So that's good. And that's then dope. I think that's that was it. That was that was our week. And then he got to exempt. Did y'all ever get to exempt high school exams? I'm like. Yeah. What, do, what, what is that? What do you mean? They don't have to take them? You don't have to take your exams. They can opt out of the, themselves? Mm-hmm. Like, if you make a 90 and above, you don't have to take your, take your high school exam. I'm like, what? I was like, I thought he was mine. I got on that computer. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Bring your like, you, you like, didn't have so I'm proud of him. He's been doing good in school. So, shout out to my baby. Congrats. That's, I mean... That's I mean we never did that, but that's a pretty cool incentive to keep your grades up. Right. Yeah, yeah. That is a oh, that hey, is a good incentive. If you, if you yeah. get good grades, then you don't have to take an exam. Right. So that's it's an exam. Woo! Yeah, but he's been doing good, and then he made his first rank too, which is private. So I'm excited about that. He's that's on nice. Army ROTC. So. That's good, man. That's good for him. That's, that's good. That's exciting. You, yeah. That's good that you keep him focused like that. You know, um, keep his mind on something. Yeah. So, um, and then I'm ready for Christmas um, to come on through. I ain't about nothing, but I'm ready for it to come on through. <laughs> yeah, y'all finish your Christmas shopping real quick. No. Yeah, I, I finished mine, man. It was... Ain't nothing to buy. What you talking about? Ain't nothing to buy. Look, when we was younger, there was toys. You hear me? Right. Toys. Right. Now, if you got you got an iPad phone, video games. 
Hey, yo, buy some, buy him some stock. There you go. See, no, I already did some of that. That was that was the thing. But I don't know. I don't know what to tell you now. You still can though. You want? I don't know. Yeah, times are different. You're right. Toys were the big thing. Y'all ever watch that show on uh, Netflix called The Toys That Made Us? Yes, I seen that. Yeah. Nostalgic, like check it out, bro. You you you're gonna like it. That you seen the movies that made us, right, Rojas? We are. I remember you talked about it. I never watched it. So there's, there's the toys that made us, and then the movies that made us. I think both done by the same directors or people or whatever. But just as a side note, check it out whenever you get a chance. What was y'all's? What was y'all's toy? Favorite toy? Mm. Mm. I had two. I had. Two. What's that? Yeah, you I go first. Three. I love connects when I was growing up. You can put the little thing, and one year my dad bought me this Ferris wheel thing. He bought me that. Oh yeah, those are those are sweet. The connection. Yeah, yeah, and it moved on its own. I thought I was doing the dang on thing, and then I, I, I like the Ninja Turtles when they came out. I had all the Ninja Turtles. Okay, I was. So I, I got you. Go ahead. I I got you. I got and you. the third one would have to be my uh, Barbie. I got a Barbie every. Yeah, I had a Barbie Ferrari, so. Oh, yeah. fancy. I was fancy. Not the Barbie Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I think for me, I was really big into Power Rangers. Y'all remember the Power Ranger action figures that you squeeze their leg and their head would yeah. change into the, <laughs> into the helmet and shit? Or the gloves that you put on and it would make the noise? Oh, yeah. Or whatever. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So Power Rangers, Ninja Turtles. I don't know, man. There was a couple... You know, throughout time, toys evolved, so there was different things that you were into. But um, I used to have, uh, y'all yeah, remember Street Sharks? Y'all remember that TV show called Street Sharks? Mm-hmm. It was kind of like Ninja Turtles in a way. Mm-hmm. Y'all remember Street that Sharks? That was a copycat for Ninja Turtles. Yeah, it was. It really was. It really was, yo. Let me uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Rojas. I'm gonna I'm look this up while I, while you while you tell us yours. But yeah, Street Sharks, yo, dope. Shoot, mine's the. This is Nolan's favorite right now. Is the Hot Wheels, Hot Wheel tracks, Hot Wheels. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I also like those. Uh, oh yeah, I also like those. They were like big action figures that you could, like it was like World War Two action figure or like I don't know, but you can like put like their helmet and their vest and all oh. that kind of stuff on. And that's what like Saving Private Ryan, and I was like, that was my favorite movie growing up, and to this day, mm-hmm. it's still my favorite movie. And their little action figure dudes look like the guys that were in Saving Private Ryan. And mm-hmm. I, was just, I was always remaking the scenes from Saving Private Ryan in my living room. <laughs> you know, there's D-Day in my living room oh going my on. God. You know? What are you doing in there? Who's dying? <laughs> I know. Like, you got any, any snacks? <laughs> We've been at war all day. Can y'all see my screen? Uh, no, nah, all I see is your is your beautiful face. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, wow, there were so many good toys. Like there were, yo. There well, were. I remember. There were. Yeah, you know, I used to love playing my Sega. Sega Genesis. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I. But the best the thing the the thing about what kids don't understand today is mm-hmm. we looked forward to the toy commercials. Right. Remember those. Man, people just skip through everything today. I'm like, yo, back in the day, commercials were the thing. Because you know what to go to the store to get. There's no toy stores for one. Yeah. Oh, man. KB Toys. Why does it look like a box of off-brand cereal? Right. (laughs) 
remember that, but that's definitely not a playoff Ninja Turtles. It was a playoff Ninja Turtles. It's exactly a playoff Ninja Turtles. I'm just saying, though, that was like some of the things that I grew up on. Street Shark Show. What? Yeah. I can see you being red. Man, don't ever don't act like you ain't never had off-brand cereal. Stop it. <laughs> oh, man. I chipped my teeth on some off-brand cereal. Not, not cartoons. No, no. The off-brand Golden Grams. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You you was all right. Rojas told me he ripped his tooth out one time because that shit was fucking killing him. Oh, you are. Oh yeah, I had, I had, I had a infected tooth, and we didn't growing up. You know, it was like I grew up in a household where if you got hurt, you got your ass beat because we couldn't afford medical. You know what I'm saying? You know, so, so we can't afford to get hurt in this house. You know, I know that's right. So my tooth, we only had we only had one visit. I think it was like. Medicare, whatever it was, I, you can only get one visit a year, right? It was some crazy shit. Yeah. So I had an infected tooth in high school, and it was like, it was swollen and it, it just hurt really bad. And you could, my gums were like, you could tell there was a bunch of pus in there, and it was just really, it was really nasty. And I had to get that tooth out, and it wasn't wiggling or nothing, it wasn't loose or nothing. So I'm, I'm sitting here trying to like pull it out. I couldn't get it. It's it's a tooth. So I go to my truck to my toolbox. And I get a flathead screwdriver and I jam that flathead screwdriver into my tooth and rip that thing out. Yo, and pus and blood and, and oh. I, I literally pass, I pass out from like the pain. My mom comes in. She's like, you idiot. That infection could have went to your brain and all kinds of crazy stuff. And I'm thinking like, man, this shit feels so much better right now. Like all the, all the pressure just released. And the doctor... We we had we, we went to the doctor the, the dentist after that and he was like hey you might you might have messed up the growth or something in your tooth you know there there could be tooth broken off in there because you did that we're gonna have to take a look but my tooth my, my other tooth came back I mean it was it was fine I, I mean I thought all my teeth were grown in already but another fucking tooth came up so I was like that's oh, well. the thing too I swear like when I was younger like when your teeth your baby teeth come all up. I'm still, I still got teeth that need to come out. And he in high school. And I'm like, I don't remember it no <laughs> Damn, why are you shaming him like that? I'm just Damn. saying, I never remember losing a tooth in high school. Yeah, I, I don't I don't remember losing a tooth either. It's except like for that one I ripped out. Never remember losing a tooth in middle school. But Rojas, you a G cause ain't no pain like a toothache. You hear me? So Yo. I, it was it was so bad. That it was like I have to take, I have to do something on my own. Yeah, you know, like I, I can't. I had one of those. They like, oh, we can save her tooth, or we could do a root canal. Now nah, pull this thing on out. You hear me? I don't care what you got to do. Pull it out. I don't care. Ain't nobody looking back there. And if they is, that's their business. They ain't none of mine. That's crazy, yo. Yeah, Roe Ro is uh, Rojas is so tough for that. <laughs> but see, if I have a sinus headache. I'm a baby. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'll rip my tooth out all day. But if I have like a, if I have the cold or a sinus headache, I'm like, I'm dying. Men are babies anyway when they get. Yeah, you know it. That sinus infection. Me and Rojas had it at the same time, yo. I don't know how the hell that happened. We had it at the same time, and we both. And I called him. I called him, and I was like, I was like, bro, I think I'm dying. <laughs> He was like, I think I'm dying too. <laughs> yeah. I said, yo, I think I got a fucking tumor, yo. Oh my God. I said, yo, yo, I'm telling you, I, I'm telling you, for yeah. everyone out there that has sinus problems, it is 
the most annoying and when it gets bad to the point where it's like inflamed yeah and you're having like sinus sinusitis or whatever it's called and it's bad it will fuck your whole day up like you you feel like you're like like swimmy headed and couldn't and, see i couldn't see shit like yeah, everything's blurry yeah like I never had people talking it. people talking about you know we're talking about being positive it's hard to be positive when you feel like that because people are like, oh, hey, man, we need you to do I'm like, dude, I can't do it right now. Like, I really can't. <laughs> like, people are like, oh, it's going to be okay. Hey, man, shut the fuck up. I can't do shit over with. Oh, 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 Give me my go, goddamn go. medicine. <laughs> or it's like, or it's like, it's not, it's not, it's not, is it really that bad? I'm like, oh, dude. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> bro, it's bad. Like, it's bad, yo. It's bad. Man, that was fun times for sure. Yo, let's go ahead and get into these topics real quick because I don't want to hold y'all up. I know we got things to do today. First one that I want to, you know, go ahead and get to. Have y'all heard about Congressional Progressive Caucus endorses a 32-hour work week bill? This report comes from uh, CBS News. Progressives in Congress are pushing for a shortened work week for Americans after nearly two-year-long pandemic and forced millions of people to explore remote work options. Uh, it's safe to say that we can't and shouldn't simply go back to normal because normal wasn't working. People are spending more time at work, less time with loved ones. Their health uh, and well-being are worsening. And, yeah, uh, problems were just arising um, and things were going stagnant. So, uh, the, actually, I read that the 40-hour work week is relatively new. Uh, it was standardized in the 1930s by the Fair Labor Standard Act after pushing from trade unions. So I guess my question for y'all is if we were to go to a 32 hour work week, right. Being that we're in America, how does that affect us? How does that affect the uh, society long-term? Like, what do y'all think about that? I feel like if you're going to do that, then you're going to have to pay more. Let's, let's address that. Let's address making I know they they have slowly started uh, the minimum wage, you mm-hmm. know, up from the, the hike rude and stuff like that. But what about the teachers? What about you know military? What about regular pay? You know, other jobs. When is that going to start to go up to to affect that? But the thirty two hour work week, I think that's good because this pandemic, I hopefully it showed a lot of people things but and to realize that time is valuable you know it's other things in life other than work like you should you know have a good balance between work and play and you know family and a lot of people didn't it's just work 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 let me get this money 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 and that's not I don't me personally I don't want to work just to pay a bill or whatever. I want to enjoy the fruits of my labor and not when I retire. I like to do it now while I'm, you know, young, still and healthy and not to uh, age expectancy of what, 65, 70, that's when you're supposed to enjoy life. No, I think the rules do need to change on that. Like, what the hell? I'm working all my life until I get there and be broke down and hurt and who knows what else and who knows if I'm gonna live to that long. Yeah, I'm for it. If the if the pay changes. They they I mean, people are living longer now as it is anyway. Like people are retiring and, and still living longer than expected. So I mean that may be a, a good change for society. Roz, what you think real quick? I see 
I grew up as a war horse, so mm. if I was in the civilian sector, that just means it opens up more overtime for me. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so if they're gonna cut the show, if they're gonna cut the work week down, they're just gonna give me more overtime. Shit, y'all want that money? I'll take it. Go home. You know what I'm saying? And, but that's but that's I've always been like that. And Alex, Alex knows that. Um, I'm over here. I'm I'm in the Navy. You know, I'm doing normal stuff, and I'll still be looking for more work online. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you know, doing this. So, you know, I used to paint, Brad. You know, I used to paint and do a bunch of side jobs and. Mm-hmm. It's going to be worse for us when you get out because I'm just like how you are. Like, I like our work in the Navy. Like, you're working, you're going to school, you're doing this, you're doing that. It's like you have, it's not like I have to, but I have to be doing multiple things or keeping my brain going and just working. And that's like a normal, you know, nine to five, you know, 80 hour work week. That's nothing. And I see people complain about it. And I'm like, I ain't yeah, doing it's, nothing. <laughs> it's 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 so true because for other people they 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 need that. For me, I need that because I can't. You know, right? Especially right now, mm-hmm. like because in the military, you guys know that because of COVID, the hours are insane. Mm-hmm. You know, we were, you got blue and gold. You know, people work a week, they're off a week. Mm-hmm. Work a week, they're off a week. You, will, I will lose my fucking mind sitting at the house not doing anything. Right. And, and I just, I just, and we just talked about getting in those slumps, even though you're, you have a career, even though you, you got stuff going on in your mind, you're thinking like, I'm not doing shit right now. Right. I'm wasting my time. That's how I feel. Like. I'm wasting my time wasting right my now. Time. And I could be doing something more. No matter if they, if they pass the bill or not, there's always going to be this side or that side. And it's like, oh, this is going to be great. Uh, you know, I want to, you know, I like spending time with my family. I like it. But then there's the other side where like, cool, I, no matter what, I'm still going to work. Right. Work, 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 work. You know, and it gives me uh, a sense of purpose and it gives me a one of those things. Because I, when we spend time with the family, it's like when it's family time, it's family time. Mm-hmm. You know, like when it's it's everybody knows like you come home, that that is your family time. We do trips on the weekends. We do this and that. But when it's work, it's 110 percent. My mind is invested into work and I'm going to try to do my best at it. Mm. And if there's other opportunities, if they cut the work week down, they're going to need people to care, to take care of those overtime hours. They're going to need people because those companies and those businesses are developed around the work week and the man, the manpower of what it is right now. So you're going to take away, you're going to cut away so many work hours and, and employees. How do you think the operation is still going to run at the same capacity as now? Right. So yeah. there's people, there's people that are, are going to be like, Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll step up and, and, and do some more, uh, more overtime and stuff. So, but there's always people like that. There's always people, you know, always trying to do something extra because in the sense, like you, you don't ever want in, in your head, you're like, I'm not doing enough. You know, I'm not doing it. I need to do more and more and more and more and more. And then you're 60 years old. And then it goes into the, you know, you're 67 years old and, they asked that person, what was the one thing in life you could have changed? And they're like, well, I wish I would have spent more time with my family. So right. work, work, work. Exactly. <laughs> but, but it's just the way your, your brain is wired. So I agree, uh, you know, given that both Beeks and myself have served in the military and Rojas, you still currently serve. I think we all have the same sentiments when it comes to working. I, I know personally, man, when I'm not in a routine, 
Um, it throws me off. Right. Right. I gotta. I. Yeah, I. Yeah, I have yeah. figured that out about myself. That like, I have to be doing, uh, or I have to be productive, like all the time, and I have to. It has to be intentional, right? Intentional production. Like you can be busy but not really doing anything. So I gotta. For me, I gotta be in a routine. For our generation, like. I think it's split. I think you have some people that feel like us or what Rohash just mentioned, like, you know, when it's time to work, it's time to work and I got to hustle and I got to do this. But then you have some other people who feel the opposite direction. You know, they, they want the shorter work weeks, you know, but those people typically don't have like a lot of hustle to them. They don't really want to do much. I think, or I personally feel like as I get older, I'm like, yes, uh, I understand that time is more valuable than money and I want my time back. And so I don't know if shortening the work week will do that, right? Like the way I look at it for myself is how can I create multiple streams of income so that I can take back control of my time myself? Like nobody else is going to tell me that, Oh, we're gonna give you time back. No, because then that means you want something else from me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, they go, what they want something else from you. Way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, right now, how I feel about that whole situation is like, nah, I'm just gonna create it myself. So when I get to a point and I have like multiple streams of income, you know, I can choose to be like, ah, I'm gonna work on this today at this time, and then I'm taking the rest of the day off, or uh, we're gonna go down to the beach for the whole week, and I'll do my work down there, but I'll still have time with the family. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather create that lifestyle for myself than to have somebody else try to give me that lifestyle. Because in my mind, I feel like now I owe you something. Right. You know, that's just how I see that playing out. And I know a bunch of people be like, man, I'll take that shit. All right, you take it. But they always going to want something back from you. So, oh, right. It's going to be a, there, be a cow. For, for me, like there's a lot of people are very envious of the guy that can go live in you know, the Bahamas and work on his computer and make money and just kind of relax mm-hmm. or the guy that does this or the guy that, you know, and it's comfortable and it's and working from home. Mm. But they don't see is how much time he sacrificed building up to how, what he knows. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of absolutely. people nowadays, a lot of people, a lot of younger people nowadays, they graduate and they want to be, the CO. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't want to work for it, Rohan. Right. And they fail. Mm-hmm. And they fail completely. And yeah. they're starting to, and then they jump around, right? They start jumping around, jumping around, jumping around. And they're, and they're, and they're essentially shifting their, their life and all, and trying to adapt to so many different things. And mm-hmm. it's like, you just took the time and became a subject matter expert on one thing instead of trying to be trying to compare yourself to everybody else that are professionals that have been mm-hmm. doing, you know, like, Oh, you got hey, for example, I want to do stocks. I want to day trade stocks mm-hmm. because, I, because the guy on YouTube said in 45 days, he can make a hundred grand. Right. Right. And people were like, Oh shit. That's, that sounds amazing. Let me invest all the money that I have on something that I have no fucking clue how to do. <laughs> yep. And then I lose my, then I lose all my money, and now now I'm stuck. You know, I got kids, and I got you know a wife and a, and a son, and now we broke because I thought like, oh, I wanted to jump into something I had no clue about. When you could just take your time and invest the time to learn something or learn a trade, 
And but people don't want to do that anymore. They don't want to learn anything. They just want to get rich quick. Yeah, because right? everything is so instant. You just looking at and it got you fooled. You looking at YouTube and looking at everybody else become these Instagram stars and get money rich that you don't. Yeah. And, and some in some instances it's smart, but at the same time, that's not to me certain things. That's not real. Like it takes it, it takes a long time to sustain certain things. And you may get it quick, but it might be gone even quicker. To to your point, Rojas, <clears throat> it takes, I wouldn't say it takes like seven to 10 years to really be a true master or something. You know what I'm saying? Maybe five. We, could, we can go a little bit shorter. But yeah, I think people don't want to invest the time to be good at the one thing. You know, I think when something fails, they, they automatically want to jump over to the next. And that's just not how life and things work. You know what I'm saying? You got to put that time in. You got to got you got to go through that suck uh, yeah. of of dealing with a lot of failures, uh, you know, in the beginning. Uh, but eventually, there'll be a breakthrough, you know. And if people can just stick stick it out through that breakthrough, they'll be fine. But it's just it's just getting to that point. Yeah, man. Uh, I I thought that was very interesting for the week. I've been hearing about that a lot. This whole thirty two hour work week. We'll see if it gets passed. I honestly, given the way America is, and you know how greedy capital well capitalism runs the country right like when it comes to businesses and stuff like i don't necessarily see this really getting passed but we'll see Mm -hmm. we'll see what happens we'll see how this unfolds uh i wanted to definitely get into this next topic because i think i definitely want to hear both of y'all's take on this definitely you rojas because and well both of y'all because you y'all are parents right and um rojas used to play this sport there's a new um, there's a new league that just started for high school players. This league was created by a organization called the Overtime Elite. The Overtime Elite is a league uh, that proposes they will be providing a six figure salary to high school players, right, to come to their program. Overtime will offer each athlete as young as sixteen a minimum of six figures annually. As well as as well as sign on bonuses, a number of shares in the overtime uh, in overtime's larger business. The company will also provide health and disability insurance and set aside a uh, hundred thousand dollars in college scholarship money for each player in case they decide not to pursue a professional basketball career. I guess first question is, as a parent, you guys hearing this, how does that make y'all feel? That's the first question. And then, you know, I'll say that, that next question for for when we get to it. But how does that make y'all feel as a parent? Like, what do y'all think about that? As So you're like, saying they're giving, this is a program for high school students, basically like the MBA? Basically. So they will basically leave their high school to go to this particular program. And they're going to get education. Like, these guys are still going to provide the kids with education. Like, they're still going to make sure they get their diplomas. But they just will be playing for a league. So it's essentially, yes, it will be like a small, small version of the NBA. I don't know. Like, I think that's hard for me because Kai isn't into um, athletics maybe Mm. as much. You know, he want to try out for track and stuff like that. Mm. I think those that parents are focused on their kids and they have that athletic ability, it could be a game changer for them. But at the same time, I feel like you pressuring them and pressuring them and rushing them a little bit too much to 
to get to a point where they're going to be for a while, like high school and being a kid and enjoying the game for fun. That's something I feel like you're never going to get back. But when you add in thousands of dollars to it and making, you know, making sure that you're, you know, maintaining, I guess, I guess your your athletic ability to win the game and being mm. consistent in that, that puts a lot of pressure on children, on kids. You know, they're still growing up. Like, they're yeah. still, what happened to it just being about being fun. You know what I mean? When you want to make it a career, we could talk we could talk about it in the next steps, but having fun and not making everything about money. But again, like I said, my son isn't into athletics. So I think it's the children's choice, but it should be a, a choice not made lightly because that that could do I, I could see that doing some damage and effects and I could see it doing some good things too, just depending on the child and what they want. Ross, what about you? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Um, I think first and foremost, I'm you know for, with Nolan, I want I want to let him know that you know education is important, right. and right. I don't I wouldn't I would not know, you know, for him it's going to be what school he's going to go to when we, when he's in high school, what we you know where we're going to live, and it's very important to us education, right? And I would never want a program to downplay education and make it seem like athletics or sports is more important and that's why we're giving you this type of you know incentive to come play and be in this camp or or whatever but also the part for me is i think it takes away the kids freedom because if you go to there there obviously has to be some contract or or something going a lot of money i mean yeah because there has to be like well first off now essentially they are going to be telling your kid what they're going to do. It kind of almost takes like, as a parent, you're like, Hey, well, yep. I don't want them doing that. And it's like, well, you have no say. Get over. it's like, you have no say anymore. Like he's part of this camp now and you, he's getting paid and he's his own person now. And you're like, hold on. He's 15, 16 years old. Yeah. You know? And then it's going to be, it's going to be them trying to, I don't know. It's just weird. I know how I know how athletics is. And I know how, you know, sometimes, you know, if, if you if you say, hey, coach, you know, I think I think I want to take this class because my, my, my mom doesn't want me to play baseball this year. Or they'll just be like, well, your mom doesn't know how good you are. You know, you shouldn't be listening to your mom. I'm like, what the fuck? And it, may, it makes us just like and you're like, and as a kid, you're like, yeah, what? I don't I don't understand. And then you start getting this confused mindset and then you don't know what the hell you want to do anymore. And, and then, and now you're locked into this thing, and it takes away their freedom. And I never want—I want him to be as creative. You know, there's going to be a gray area, of course, for him growing up, and like just be creative and do what you want to do. And if it's—if you ever have the option to say, "I don't want to do this anymore," you can just stop and do what you want to do. Right. Like if he, if he goes to that, it, you're—I feel like he's locked in. There's no like, "Hey, we're paying you, and you signed a contract for two years." And you got to come here and go to school and we're paying you. And it's like, you know, it's like a commitment. And it's like, man, that's hard. That'd be hard on a kid. I think you know, um, this movie, uh, did y'all see King Richard? I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's such a great did movie. Did you see, she, they sent her to a school like that. And they mm-hmm. had to sign a contract and they put her up and everything. But she was going to school and she was getting the best training and everything like that. So, I mean... 
it's not like they haven't been doing things like that. But I, I yeah. I, but I think the key is is that if the child wants to do it, right? If the right. kid wants to do it, you know, I think that's the difference. Like if the kid yeah. says if they're all in and they're like, no, this is what I want to do right. in life. Not okay, the parents cool. want to be greedy. And get but you're gonna you're gonna have that. That's gonna happen. I, I I guarantee you, we hear some type of story like that about parents. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like those. That's like the 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 family that's uh, the celebrities that were lying for college applications to get their kids into athletic because they yeah. they they not that smart. Right there, you know they were they were making fake profiles and fake athletic like Photoshop pictures of them like being lacrosse players and, right. shit. and, they, and they got scholarships. Right, yeah, and they had they they had the money to go to college, but yeah, you still doing scholarships. Like what in the world? I and yeah, and that's a prime example of you know, yes, people be going to these Ivy League schools, but how did they get there? Somebody paid their way to get in. They don't even be half as smart to be even yeah, in the right. positions that they're yeah. in, but that money paid the way. And at some yeah. point, that's gonna have to stop because. You do have these people that are, they end up either being in some type of, you know, politics or running the country or whatever, knowing good and well, they they don't know, you know, apples from oranges and don't need to be in there, but they're there because of the money. And I think that that with with, with that situation, no, nah, I don't think, I, don't, I wouldn't do it for my child. Like, I would yeah, yeah, and I would, I would, I would ask no one or who, or, you know, we have more kids. I would I would ask them straight up, what do you want to do? Yeah. If you gotta go, then this is the way we're gonna go get this goal. But just know it's gonna be hard. It's gonna I'm gonna explain to you exactly like I'm not gonna say this is what you need to do, this is what's best for you. This because that's just gonna create tension within you and your kid. You know, right. You got a lot of people you get a lot of people that are very like, I hate my dad. He was a fucking asshole. You know, he was just like, you're not doing that. You're going to do this or you're not doing that. You're right. going to do this. Gonna explain to them pros and cons and say, hey, look, man, I'm going to support you on whatever you want to do. But I'm going to explain the reality of both situations. And I want you to tell me what you want to do. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if whatever do you whatever you decide that you want to do, I promise you as your dad, we're going to go in it 100 percent. We're yeah. not going to fuck around. That's how I do it with Kai, too, because I don't want him to come back. Talking about mama pushed me, mama did this. No, that was you. You decided this is what yeah. you want to do. This like is we, the goal. We are, like we are, we are going to go into this fully committed. Right. Like, yeah. But there is that time. If you come to me and say, hey, I, I don't, mental health is a really big thing for me. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. If, if he comes up to me, he's like, I don't, I don't know. You can see it in your kid. Yeah. If something's affecting them. Yeah. And it's like, hey, look, you ready for band or you ready for football? And they're like, I guess, man. Like, oh, yeah. And you're like, whoa. Yeah. Like, what, what, what's going on? You know, let's communicate. If you ever get to the point where you're like, hey, I don't want to do this anymore, tell me. That's fine. Right. I never want you to t- keep things from me. We can have an open discussion. Yep. Tell me like, hey, don't feel bad. We we went to this. We committed. Now you want to change your mind? Trust me, bro. You know how many, cha- you know how many times I've changed my mind throughout my life about certain shit? Right. I, I'm not going to be like. Yeah. What do you mean you won't do this anymore? Because now I'm just being a hypocrite. Right. Yeah. You know, so, so if 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 this program or this league is successful, do y'all think other sports, other high school sports, will try to move in that same direction if they have the backing? Yeah. Why not? They get money, so why not? Everybody gonna want to. 
it's also so hard, man, because growing growing up, it's all about what was what's the word, man? It's like, I don't know, like what was like privilege or whatever the hell it was, whatever the word is, where we were in a small school. We didn't have the the visual of those bigger schools. Right. You know, those bigger schools had more athletes, had better athletes. Right. Had you know, had the money. Yeah. Had all that stuff. And it, it's so hard that there's going to be so many people that get overlooked because, you know, there's a program. You got great football players, basketball players. That's true, Rojas, because I went to, um, and my son, at the beginning of the year, we were at one school. And when we went to a football game, they barely had, like, they had some concessions, but it was, you know, the parents out there doing stuff and having that. Then the, the next, you know, month or so, we went to, his, his school he's at now. Boy, they had, like, it was like a real football game. Like, when you go to, like, a real NFL football game, and they had people, the concessions, Chick-fil-A, pizza, everybody coming down. And I was like, oh, this where the money at. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, and, we, and we, took, we took pride in that, man. We took pride in that, that we were a smaller school. You know, on non-district games, we would play bigger schools. Right. Just to see where we were at. You know, we'd play a 4A school and we're 3A. You know, there come a time where we'd beat them. And we took pride in that because, like, you got the money. You right. got the nice uniforms. We over here. I'm wearing cleats that seniors wore four years ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we have bins. Yeah. We have bins of recycled shit that, you know, we now it's different. Now the program, you know, is different because they got new, you know, they got new. It's It's new. It's new. It's 2021. You know, they got. New locker rooms, it's growing, you know, a new stadium. It looks great. Yeah. But it's not compared to those Allen or Dallas Carter or or, or those big schools, you yeah, know, yeah. they got all that stuff. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna but be fair. I, it just won't be fair. That's what I'm trying to get. It won't it won't be fair. I, I tell you what I like to see. Again, I don't have a kid and I agree with y'all. I don't I mean if the kid want if I had a kid, if I did have a kid, if they wanted to do that. I'm like, okay, I'm all in with you. Let's do it, right? Um, if they did not want to do that, okay, cool. You don't have to do it. I'm not forcing you to do anything. I think what I would like to see more is, is like, not everybody's going to be an athlete, right? And we all know this. Society knows this. We're not going to have athletes all the time. Right. And so I would like to see more of maybe like trade schools do this, more trade schools. So like, we need plumbers, we need electricians, and there are a lot of people that do want to go into that would fields, be a good right? incentive. So like, maybe like, you know, kids get you know, not drafted to go to these schools, but they have the option to go to these schools. And like, you know, during the first half of the day, they're in school learning, like, you know, all the curriculums that they need to learn. And then the rest of the day, they're actually on site, actually learning physically how to do those particular well, that that trade though, skills. Bradley. But I want to see, but I want to see more of it though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like we get caught up in the whole, you know, sports and, yeah, and, that's and true. the yeah. NBA and the basketball yeah. stuff. And we forget that, we need these types of jobs to be filled. That's the reason why, you know, the the housing market is so short because we don't have a lot of people with those skills to, you know, to help build, you know, the houses that we need. And that, that goes that goes into like the schools. Right. So, yeah, when, there's people in the Navy that I met and they're like, yeah, when I was in school, we had this. And I was like, what the hell? Like we, we didn't have that. We were such a small country ass school. You know, we had football, baseball. And then you got bigger schools, you know, that, you know, they got like for sports, they got swimming or they got like 
yeah robotics yeah Yeah. they got all these crazy programs yeah they do what it's by the time like kyle he's doing next year by the time he graduates he can have an associate by the time he graduates if he want to do like hvac plumbing they have you know cosmetology by the time he finishes he can have a certification to go out in the real world and start working he doesn't have to wait until you know you get out of high school go to a program do all of that do it now he's doing he's gonna be doing dual enrollment which is so good because their minds are young they're still they're easily absorbed they can do both if you want it you just gotta make sure you have a plan but it's same thing like rojas says like in the smaller areas they don't have that but in you know in the bigger schools they do they have that they have that dual enrollment and they can do whatever it's the the fact of the matter of wanting to do it and having that goal that mindset as a you know young teenager trying to stay out of trouble to go do what you need to do but yeah i do agree like why is everything got to be athletic like for entertainment where is the stimulation from your mind you know yes yeah. Having a yeah. good athletic body is is great, and entertaining me is great. But at the same time, you put your body at risk every time you do that. You know, your prime is going to be out. I don't know what the prime is. I'm assuming maybe it's like 35 or something. Like if you're in the athletic sports or whatever. But like, what happened to wanting to do something intellectual or in the arts or something like that? Like. Or, or not even just not even just your body at risk. I think a lot of times you like, yeah, your body's at risk, but you also put at risk like time wasted, right? Because you have some mm-hmm. kids out there who like, yeah, they're decent at playing sports, but they get so hyped up thinking that they are this next big thing that they often forget about focusing on their academics, right? You know what I'm saying? And nobody and so I think, that away from you. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's that's a big portion of that too. Is like. Helping kids understand, like, yeah, you're great. You can go do this thing, but you're even better at this, bro. You're really good at math or, bro, you're right. really good at science. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are the things that I think we tend to to lack in when it comes to helping kids figure out what it is they're really good at and being honest with them about it. You know what I'm saying? So, you were about to say something, Rojas? Yeah, no. But, and then we're talking about investing. You know, it's I don't, we're going back to, you know, the opportunity these people will give our kids. I think a lot of athletes you see now that are professional or they've been professional, MLB or, or, you know, NFL growing up. If you ask them about growing up, like, oh, like I didn't like you went to the MLB and you went to college. But growing up, your parents invested in baseball camps and the extra or the extra things. And that's one of those things where if me and my son want to do that, we can handle it on our own. Like, and you don't need a third party to. I don't need because because it's gonna take away as a parent. I, I just see some. I just see bad things happening with that. And yeah, you know. Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. Yo, let's go ahead and uh, I want to go ahead and get to this next topic so we can you know get ready to close this out. Let me ask y'all a question real quick. <laughs> so before y'all went into the military, what's the one job that y'all was like? Ah, I'll do this before going into the military. I'd rather do this. Oldfield. What, what is that? What? Oil field. Oh, that's a lot of money. Oh, that's the only. That's all. It was either that or go to jail. So. Hell <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, there was not. There was nothing out there. There was. It was either be a welder or go to the oil field. There was, I mean, there was nothing. 
Okay, okay. What about you, Beeks? I mean, I always wanted to cook, so ah, okay, that was the thing. And but when I and before I came in the military, I had just had cot, and I was working at Walmart, and that shit wasn't it, okay? Because it wasn't nothing here. Yeah, I feel you. It's hard. It's so hard. Like when you go home, there's like when you go when I go back home, there's people that work at Prefurts or they, they that's like that's what it's based around, you know, like right. the old field construction. You know, it's just the you know welders and it's right. Just, and I wanted something different. Like I wanted something yeah. different, but I had went to school for went to school for cooking, but I couldn't get a job because I didn't have any of good experience. I couldn't get the job that I wanted because I didn't have the experience, and then I got pregnant. So it's like eh. for me. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I definitely knew I didn't want to stay in Maryland all the time, right? I, I just like, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of Baltimore. So my Baltimore. thing that I was going to do before I joined the Navy, yeah, I was going to be a flight attendant. Okay. Like, hey, that would have been cause, good. Because I was yeah. like, I'm I'm determined to get out of here so I can travel a lot, right? But all across the United States. Shit, I might have. You know, you know speak. But I, oh, go ahead, go ahead, bro, go ahead. No, no, my bad. So I wanted to be a flight attendant, right? So imagine, imagine we imagine you guys are flight attendants, right? We're all flight attendants, and we're getting ready for this uh, this takeoff, and so we're trying to get everybody in their seats, make sure all the luggage is put away, and as you're going down the aisle, you're making sure everybody has their seatbelt strapped in. You come across uh, this woman, and uh, you know she's breastfeeding, but then you notice that she's not breastfeeding her own child. Ew. And she's so like breastfeeding her husband or something? <laughs> well, 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 no, not her husband, but you know, she's 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 not breastfeeding her own child, right? She's she's got her whole titty latte out. <laughs> and uh I know some people are probably like, Brad, breastfeeding is normal. Uh they do it all the time in public. Yeah, I know, but when it's not your own child, let alone not even a human, that's a little weird. What? So, wait, wait, bro. Wait. Well, you said not a human. What do you mean not a human? <laughs> wait, wait. Oh my! Was uh, she like a chihuahua stuck in her titty or something? Look, yo. So this woman was caught breastfeeding her hairless cat on a Delta flight. Uh, <laughs> 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 what the hell? Look, the woman took a Delta flight recently, and and uh, she wasn't kidding around per New York Times. Uh, she whipped out her breasts and started feeding her hairless cat. The unidentified woman was flying from Syracuse to Atlanta, Georgia. All right, she down in your neck of the woods, Beaks. Um, she was caught breastfeeding her feline on the plane. The flight attendant told her repeatedly to stop feeding, uh, <laughs> stop trying to feed the cat and put the cat back in the cage, yo. And uh, so this flight attendant, put this shit in the cage. <laughs> this flight attendant, uh. Who's who's a, who's on TikTok? Started TikToking the woman, and uh, as she was feeding her hairless cat, yo, and the cat was screaming every time. The, every time she tried to put her nipple inside the cat's mouth. Damn! If I was a flight attendant and I came across that dude, I I, I would know. I, like I don't I don't know, dude. What the fuck? I just I'm done. Uh, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Log off the computer, Bradley. I'm sick in the head too. I would have probably thought about that later on that night. Yo, so, how many times do you think she's done that, yo? Like that's not that she's done it before. 
She's done before. She's done I think she's, she's doing lot. that for pleasure. I don't think she's doing she that. She probably got like callous nipples because of the cat's teeth. That's so nasty. Like, like the, <laughs> the cat was being abused, though, bro. That shit was screaming. First off, first off, get off of me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Let that me go. <laughs> hey, he's like, the cat's like trying to slide a note that says, Help me. <laughs> He turned his ID. He turned his ID upside down. <laughs> like when you go on base, you turn your ID upside down for the stress. <laughs> Alex did that at the gate on accident. Oh yeah, you yeah. all right? We came in. She she uh, had her ID upside down, and the guy goes, "Ma'am, are you okay?" He goes, "Yeah, are you okay?" <laughs> Ma'am, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. Are you? <laughs> He's like, your ID's upside down. <laughs> she goes, what does that mean? Oh, Lord. She didn't know what it means. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. I don't. A cat, she had her titties out and the cat was eating them or sucking on her. Man. I just, I don't know. I mean, people love their cat. I mean, they're animals. So I just, I don't have nothing to say. I don't want Peter coming after my ass. Peter gonna no, come but, after her ass regardless. Bro, you imagine like dating this girl and you had no idea, and then you go to her house and she's like, Oh, hold on one second, I gotta take care of something. And then she starts feeding her cat. I wanna know like, if she has a baby. Is this? If, she, if she has a baby and that's how she continues to feed. Because I know milk, unless it dries up, you know, it is always no one try. <laughs> I don't know. How in the world she keep her milk supplies coming? <laughs> she put in an order every week. Um, no food. <laughs> yo, that was what I read that, yo, and I was like, what? Like, I understand people are attached to their animals, right? Or attached to their pets, I should say. Not um, literally. <laughs> you're right, yo. But. <laughs> Ew, I oh my goodness, yo. I don't get it, yo. I don't get it. That's so weird, man. There's so many weird things that people do in this world. I will never oh, understand it. Many weird things. And I'll be like, okay, I don't get it. So it's making me top, feel weird. What tops it off, though, is that it was a hairless cat. <laughs> so she tried- yeah, it probably was stressed the hell out. I lost all his hair. Yeah. Yeah. You're right, yo. You're right. It's just wild, man. I was reading that and I just was like, that's crazy. This shit can't be life. That must have was on the dark web. Where did you get that from? <laughs> no, yeah, that, was, that was right on like the New York Times and all these other different outlets. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, that's all the topics I got for today. I definitely want to keep that one for last because it was just, it's just a wild one. I figured I was going to throw y'all off. <laughs> he said her husband. I was like, off. no. <laughs> that threw me off. Yeah, that threw me off. I'm thinking like, yo, she's got some. If she's been doing that with her cat for a while, she's got some leather nipples for real. Right. Because that shit hurts. Yeah, that cat. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, y'all. Well, that's it. We did it again. This is uh, episode seven. You know, we made it. And we're going to keep going. I appreciate y'all uh, taking the time out of your day to come kick it with me, do this recording. I hope you guys have a great Sunday. And uh, anything y'all got that y'all want to say? No. Nope. Everybody have a great week. Make sure y'all get y'all popping done. All right, no doubt. Y'all have a good one. Y'all kids be safe. Peace. Peace out.